Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Wikipedia page for Godfrey's Cordial. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Renato KSN, reminding everybody to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe. And I'd like to thank my brother, Jeffrey Teichman, for suggesting this article. <laughs> so wonderful that Jeffrey Teichman has all that time. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Godfrey's Cordial. Godfrey's Cordial was a patent medicine containing laudanum, tincture of opium, in a sweet syrup, which was commonly used as a sedative to quiet infants and children in Victorian England. Used mostly by mothers working in agricultural groups or industry, it ensured that she could work the maximum hours of her employment without being disturbed by her infant and thus increased the family income. It was also used by nurses and baby minders to enable them to neglect their duties if they wished. Wow, this is crazy. It's like those people who give babies whiskey. Right. Origin and composition. The original formula was named after the apothecary Thomas Godfrey of Hudson in Herefordshire. After his death in 1721, without leaving a clear heir to his work, others claimed to have the formula and it was mass produced across England. Some also ascribed the medicine to Ambrose Hackwitz, also an apothecary at around the same time who changed his name to Godfrey and did business in Southampton Row. Thomas Wakely analyzed the formula in 1823, and the ingredients as he discovered them were published in The Lancet. They included ginger, rectified spirits of wine, 
oil of sassafras, tincture of opium, and venice treacle. Other preparations have also been suggested, especially in light of the fact that opium was one of the most adulterated drugs in Victorian England. Godfrey's cordial contained about one and a quarter grain of opium per ounce, apothecary's system, about 0.26% by mass, and was readily available without prescription in England and North America. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you give your babies opium. Thank you for listening to that message, everybody. And uh, I guess you knew this part was coming. This is the next section. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, don't give your babies opium. Infant deaths and usage. Godfrey's cordial had long been recognized as leading to fatal cases of opium poisoning. However, it continued to be made and used until the early 20th century, at least in part due to the ease with which it could be manufactured. It was reportedly sold in enormous quantities in 18th century England, a time span that has been popularly referred to as the golden age of physic due to the widespread availability and consumption of enormous amounts of proprietary medicines. Its low cost and a lack of public knowledge about infant management further increased its popularity. Though many cases of infant death had been conclusively linked to an indiscriminate use of the medicine by mothers and nurses, exact numbers are hard to ascertain. Those who survived often reportedly had a severely damaged physical constitution. Decline. In 1857, with ill-advised opioid usage reaching alarming levels, a parliamentary bill was put forward which classified opium and its derivatives as poisons. This was intended to severely restrict the sale of such compounds, but it failed to pass through Parliament after being subject to intensive lobbying by trading chemists. It was also widely criticized as an impractical solution from an overall perspective. A much diluted version of the original proposed bill was finally implemented as the Pharmacy Act of 1868, which limited the sale of opium derivatives to registered chemists and legally qualified apothecaries. It explicitly excused patent medicines and thus Godfrey's cordial from its purview. Usage of Godfrey's cordial gradually declined post-1890 as several court rulings held that the act applied equally to patent medicines and the British Medical Association subsequently published lists of safe home remedies in a bid to increase public health awareness, which mentioned calomel and sugar-based derivatives as substitute sedative agents. Finally, the Pharmacy Act 1908, which classified it as a Schedule I poison, followed by the Dangerous Drugs Act of 1920, which mandated a medical prescription, heavily restricted the availability and usage of any such opioid-based drug. Well, there you go. They outlawed opioids. It took dead babies for the government to do something. Well, there you have it everything you wanted to hear about people giving opium to babies probably not everything you want to hear there's probably like a lot more in fact for me there's probably more things that i want to know myself i definitely have some questions thank you jeffrey for another interesting article this has been the wikipedia page for godfrey's cordial thanks for listening to wikilisten you can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on tiktok at wikilisten except for x which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. 
And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your opium vials. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.